Good evening, Rabbi Isai. We have uh, just completed Perek Hey here in the Chavis of Avis. And uh, for tonight, being it's the end of the week, let us just recap uh, the salient points that the Chavis of Avis taught us here in this Perek. Because we did it go fast a little bit. We wanted to get in the first four nights of the week to go through each one of the elements of Tshuva, which is the Charata, the Aziva, the Vidui, and the Kabbalah al And the says that really in each of these elements of Tshuva, there are five different levels that a person could attain in terms of his Charata. The, the degree of Charata, the degree of Charata is not just, oh, I feel bad, but there's feeling bad because of a punishment that he'll get, this feeling bad to the extent that it really hurts him, it really pains him. And because of that, he, he, uh, he's almost preoccupied with his remorse that he'll, he does, it won't even matter the way he looks. So, to such a degree, the, the uh, karate could, could come to. Again, it's not, they're not uh, obligatory, these levels, but yet, it's it just if a person sort of wants to test himself out what, to what degree he has charata, this is the litmus test to see how far he's going. Does he really, does he berate himself? Like we mentioned last night, a person when he's all alone, he's in the, he's in the car all alone and no one else can hear him. Does he berate himself? Does he say, how silly was that? Or why did I have to do that? And I should never have done that. Speaking that out over, over doing a sin, that shows that there's a certain level that a person has in his charata, which of course, that's as we mentioned, charata is really, Rebitzel of Blazer says, that's really the hardest part of tshuva. The hardest part is to have a real sincere charata. In any damage that we've caused, spiritual damage, both to ourselves, to the world, to Hashem being able to give more bracha to the world, is that Hashemnu, there's a certain shemama, a certain desolation that's caused by every Aveiru. Obviously, the the more severe the Aveira, if it's done in a rebellious fashion, is it done with intention, there's greater destruction that's caused. If it's done by accident, unintentionally, without thinking, so then it's not at to that degree. And in every Aveira, there's also an element of Charata because of the not listening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Bogadnu, the fact that we turned our back on Hashem, even though all of the things that He has done for us. Then we have Aziva Sachet, which we went through. Aziva is not only giving up the Aveira, but being so afraid. And even though this uh, seems to tie in a little bit to the fourth level of Tshuva, but being so afraid that one would even stay away from things that are permissible, for fear that he may get to a place which is forbidden. And that's how afraid, that's how much he's so not involved, he so wants to have nothing to do with this Avera anymore, that he stays far away from it. And the the Chavazavavah says it has to be sincere, that the reason why the person is not doing it anymore is as as a... a real appreciation and understanding what he has done wrong and what every Avera really represents. 
and then not not just that. Well, someone told him you shouldn't do these things, and so he he heard from somebody, he learned from somebody. He says that's not the highest level. That's mitzvah that we were taught from other people don't to do don't do that. But a a deep understanding of doing something against Hakadosh Baruch Hu's will is the real aziva sachet that that Chavos uh, is looking looking for. We had a uh, a level of of aziva sachet. The fourth level was that he's afraid, not because of people, not what they'll say, not embarrassed from them, but he really gets to a point where he's embarrassed from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and because of that, he he gets to a point where he won't he won't do the avera again. And uh, we we mentioned that it's a little bit paradoxical because on the one hand, a person has to make sure that uh, he has nothing to do with the Avera uh, anymore. He wants to stay star- far away from the sin, so much so that he'll even stay away from things that are permissible in order not to encroach on the thing that's also. But yet, we know that true tshuva, according to the Rambam, is that the person is faced with the same situation of doing the Avera, and this time he holds back. That is tshuva shalema. So here's an interesting chiddush from Rabbeinu Yehuda. Rabbeinu Yehuda writes in Shari Tshuva that Tshuva Shleima doesn't mean it has to be exactly the same situation as the Gemara describes it. Rabbi Yehuda says in the Gemara in, in uh, Yuma Da Pevav, it's Ba'oisa Isha, Ba'oisa Makayim. And there's a person, let's say, committed a sin of adultery. And then he does tshuva and he has terrible remorse and he says, that's it, he'll never do the sin again. And all of a sudden he's faced with being in the situation with the same woman and the same place and he feels that the Yitzhahara the is overcoming him once again and he still holds back, even with that, and he's able to refrain from that. So Rabbi Yenis says that even if he doesn't actually get to that situation, it's just hypothetically, he gets to a point that he becomes so strong and so averse to the sin that even if he would be in that situation, he would be able to control himself. He would be able to hold back. Rabbein Yonah says that too is tshuva shalema. That too is tshuva shalema. It's a very interesting klayakur, actually. Klayakur is, 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 is wild. If you go in with the Rambam's understanding, it has to be in the same situation. He asks even a bigger question. He says, how can you tell me it's tshuva shleima, where the person already did tshuva, he doesn't feel the same as he did as before. He doesn't have that same desire to do the as before. I mean, before, he was in control of his Yetzirah. Now, he... He was in the Yetzirah's control. Now he controls the Yetzirah. He did tshuva. He said vidui. He said he's about tshuva. If this Havera presents itself, he's, oh, not me. I would have nothing to do with this. Yeah? Let's let's use an example of Ma'achol uh, HaSasuris. Of, uh, a person couldn't hold himself back and he ate something that was not kosher. And now he does a whole tshuva and then all of a sudden he's found in a place where he's sitting... Uh, He's sitting at a uh, at a table, and a uh, there's a a non-Jew who buys a sandwich from 
the non-Jewish deli uh, store over there. He comes, all of a sudden he hears that his flight, this guy fears his flight is being called. He says, oh boy, I can't take this. Hey, hey, sir, here, have this. And he gives it to the person. So it's an untouched ham sandwich. And But he's just chuva ready. He has nothing to, to he, does not even have, he doesn't even have a taiva for it. There's no temptation. How could that be then chuva shleimah? So the, the, the Kleyoka says, it must be we're talking about that he has the same desire to eat this non-kosher item as he once had. And he still holds back because now he's in the mode of tshuva. But so much so, he says that a person can even bring up this taiva within himself in order then to counteract it and stop it. I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a chiddish niflet to say that a person can even bring himself to bring himself to that taiva to want to eat it and then hold back. But if you hold it, that's what really a tshuva shleima is, that it has to be in the same situation with the same taiva that he once had. And he holds back and does it, not because he's afraid of anybody, except Fakarish Baruch That's tshuva shleima. And that's the Aziva Sachet that we're talking about over here. And then finally we had the vidui, which is also vidui bakoshas mechila. We had five levels of asking Hashem for mechila and doing the tefillah at a certain time. And then the Chavazavavah the, the, uh, said that the fifth level of Bakoshas Mechila is that we try to get other people to understand the severity of sin. Get other people to be afraid of sinning. Now, what does that have to do with Bakoshas Mechila? He quotes a passage in Tehillim, Alam de Peishim de Rocheko. So here, interestingly, what the... Uh, but my Rebbe said the Mashkiach explained that if you look at Perik Nun Aleph in Tehillim, which is actually the whole Perik, what's called the Perik of, of Tshuva, the Perik of, uh, of Chet and Tshuva. And the, what David HaMelech really is saying over there, if you look at the Psukim over there, David HaMelech is going through a whole process of Tshuva. He's saying that the Navi came over to him and told him about the Chet of Bas Sheva. And he says, Oh, Hashem, please forgive me. Wipe out my sin. And as he's saying this tefillah to Hashem, he says, Hashem, I want you to be able to wipe out the sin. And I want that this sin shouldn't be done again. And then, That's this Pesach. Because the idea is that so much that he wants to this sin to be erased, that he wants this sin never to be done again. So the idea of teaching others, and not like he, he now gets into a new job of being Makar of Rechaikim. That's not what he's doing, but he feels so bad about the sin that he did, that he, he hopes that not only he doesn't do it, but he hopes that even other people wouldn't do it. So he asks Hashem, allow it to be that I'm even able to show other people how bad the sin is. That's the explanation here that we had not a chance to explain last time. And the fourth element of tshuva is the Kabbalah al-Hosid. And here, this is really a, uh, a, a an exercise of sobering thoughts on a perspective in life. A person has to think, what's going to be, what is it, do I take the, the immediate gratification in the Avera now, or do I wait and get the full and most pleasurable and pure pleasure that's going to be for eternity in the next world.
And then another sobering thought, when a person, every person is going to die, they have to face the Creator. And Hashem is going to say, why did you do that? And what are we going to have to answer? We're going to have our tongues tied if we have nothing to answer because we had no excuses. And to, to take into account the fact that Hashem showers us with so much good and yet we don't listen to Him, that too is, is uh, we, wouldn't ex- we would view other people who behave in that way as despicable. And that's how a person should think about himself when he does a virus, when he gets so much from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, number four was that you have to pay back what you had. Don't don't think that just uh, just uh, clapping al just saying I'm sorry is not enough. If a person has the goods that he stole, he has to give it back. He has to make the other person whole. And then the, the fifth one was finally understanding the greatness of Hashem. And I can think part of the greatness of Hashem is the fact that Hashem is so tolerant. Hashem waits. Hashem is patient. Hashem says even though you keep doing bad, the world keeps doing evil. But yet Hashem says, I'm patient. I know I'm guiding the world to where it has to get to. And if ultimately it will get to there. Hashem is prodding us along, pushing us along. A little patch over here, a little patch over here, a little a little encouragement over here. And the, all the while, Hashem is trying to get us to get to a certain place. Stay on course, stay on course to be able to ultimately do Hashem's will and do a tshuva shalema, as the Gemara says, Ein Yisrael Negolin, Ella B'Tshuva. Agut Tanach, Agut Shabbos.